the Maximum Meathead Podcast. Another one where as soon as she made plans with me, he found out about yeah. it. He was like, I love you, baby. Yeah, we got to go back together. I'll give you everything. We need to talk about that business yeah. one of these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get this rolling or what? <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm going to keep all this bullshit. What shit? Just <laughs> talking? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we are back with another episode of the Maximum Meathead Podcast, bringing you the meat and potatoes of fitness with a side of bullshit. Especially this time. <laughs> We're your host, Muscle Bill and Punchy Paquette. What's up, man? What up, what up? We're coming in late tonight. Yeah, my uh, gear is just coming back to life. We went <laughs> For those who don't know or don't follow dip. our stories, yeah, we went in the dip in the water. There's snow, there's ice, there's a whole bit. Yep. It was cold, man. It was but better yeah. than I thought. Yeah, it wasn't so bad, actually. Once it's done. My feet were fucking numb. Yeah, running through the snow afterwards sucks, yeah, but it was fun. all right. So yeah, coming back to life here, good. feeling good, having a nice warm coffee, yep. warm our bellies. That's right. Warm right up. Got my hood up. We're what's, gold. What's new and exciting with you? We're delayed because the snowfall, man. Yeah, that's right. The weather Fucking blizzard. What the hell, man? Uh-huh. <laughs> Time of year. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> we'll have to start accounting for that, I guess, a little bit. but Or buy the, snowmobiles. Yeah. Somebody's probably got one. Yeah, I used to. And my cousins built a ramp out because they're a bunch of hillbillies. They built a ramp, taped the throttle full tilt, <laughs> flew my uh, snowmobile off the ramp, yep. ended up landing on its skis, going about two kilometers and through three farmers' fences, Fuck. and then finally splitting in half in, a, in front of a tree. Or That's into probably a, a bad tree. thing. Yeah, so that, there goes my sled. <laughs> so I don't got one anymore, anyway, is what I'm no more sleds. <laughs> What's new, man? What's new and exciting? Uh, I took a movement course uh, with Rehab U a couple weeks ago, last week. I don't know. But it was good. Learned a bit, uh, or a bunch, I suppose, and different uh, disfu- movement dysfunction testing and stuff like that. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, it's cool. All mobility yeah. kind of stuff. Kind of how to, it's uh, like movement and then activation and then integration into the workouts. So. Sick. Yeah. How, uh, what stood out the most, would you say, out of that course? Uh, that you took home with? I like the two testing. There's a, like, it's called a multi-section or multi-segmental some fucking thing. I don't know. It's basically a test where you bend over, you check over the the flexion in the spine and the, kind of the curvature of the back, and then you do an overhead reach test to check out um, thoracic mobility, cervical spine kind of position, and um, basically how high you can raise your humerus, like your arm. Oh, yeah. And then sort of how to, and that, what that does is tells you exercises to avoid or some things to try and work on improving um, in order to do more exercise. So you can choose your your exercise selection smarter, like as opposed to, if I tell you to do like a push press, you can't even get your hands overhead. Yeah. Not a good idea. Yeah, it's just not good. So it's just a couple of simple tests uh, in those kind of ways to see can you do this at all? And then if not, we can modify and then work towards improvement or, you know, talk about goal setting and stuff. So the so. best exercise is either getting <clears throat> you functioning more properly or in the ranges that you're able to do. Right. Okay. And then activation and your warm-ups. Um, all that's so smart, man. Yeah. That's a, that's why it's exploding now, right? Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, it was good, man. Like, uh, my Lynn does an awesome job and, uh, yeah, definitely recommend it. She's coming back, I think, next summer. To do level two, so I'll, I'll check that out too, I'm Sweet. sure. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you? Uh, not too much. Learning-wise, I threw out a couple seminars, though. I went and did a striking seminar at Old East Village. Yeah. Uh, just kind of took <clears> over. <throat> I shouldn't say it's a striking seminar, but 
took over one of their uh, striking classes. It was a blast. And then came back and uh, did a grappling seminar for her on BJJ. Yeah. Just some no-gi wrestling. And a Halloween one. Yeah, Halloween one. Everyone <laughs> dressed up. I was yeah. in a big gorilla suit. I had to get out of it, though. I was sweat. I was dying. I did the warm-up in my gorilla suit. I'm like, yeah. hey, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. And nobody could see what I was doing. Like, when I was explaining technique and stuff, I just looked like a big fur ball, you know? <laughs> and they couldn't see my arms or my legs or yep. how I was grabbing. So, yeah, we did a Halloween-themed uh, rolling session. And it was sweet instead of, because obviously I did it for Sean for free. And instead of him charging extra admission or whatever, <coughs> what he did was uh, the, I can't even remember the group around here. It was like Huron County Shelter or something Yeah, it's like basically looking out for people that, that need things at this time of year. They were saying there was a huge shortage in certain foods. So they posted that up. And if you wanted to come to seminar, you had to bring a couple uh pieces of whatever they yep. needed some Something pastas and whatever yeah soups and uh yeah we ended up uh gathering quite a bit of food so that was awesome and a uh, huge turnout another record-breaking turnout yeah it's funny i did two gyms ago in two years almost to the day i did a seminar at his gym in clinton when it was through the strength and conditioning place workhorse oh yeah yeah yep. right and that was a record number for his gym at that time and then this is two gyms later as new spot which is dope uh, we had a huge turnout again, so it made me super happy. It's awesome just to support uh, yeah. around here still. And obviously, uh, they respect what I have to say because they all turned out. They they came out to the event and, you know, it's brought their the, food and enjoyed it. The new community, like being from Clinton now in Goddard, it's just nice that the community's accepted it well and turnout hasn't, hasn't hurt at all, right? It hasn't suffered in switching towns. It's actually you know, thriving, which is great. Yeah, it's sweet. And it's like, uh, I've always been in the combat, combat arts and it has that, uh, that, uh, that image, right. Uh, where you're yeah. violent or whatever, or whatever. So it's, it's nice to have a combative gym come into Goddard's like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Basically it's the art of taking each other out just in a nice way. Yeah. And you tap, basically you're, what you're doing is asking them to spare your life. Right. You know, when someone's choking you and you tap, it just seems so simple, but really you're saying, please spare my life. Mm -hmm. So it's nice to have that kind of sport come into town, but also give back to the community. So more people are accepting it now. Yeah. And and it's growing like crazy. So more training partners. Sick. And the children's program is huge, right? Yeah, so. the kids' program's nuts. I mean, nothing better you could throw your kids into other than uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Learn respect, discipline. Yep. And uh, learn how to twist them up. Someone's and even your you. proprioceptive awareness in your body, like that's huge for sports. Oh, it's good for yeah, cognitive for, function. It's good for everything. Every athletic yeah. attribute, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. It just it just sparks everything up. So it's sweet. <clears throat> no, that's good. Mm -hmm. So Keep nothing uh, too much on the learning side. Got some stuff with the fire department coming up in the future, but uh, yeah, yeah, just been kind of doing my own thing, getting back into heavy lifting and nice doing some uh, some classes. Well, that's good. We've uh, got some questions regarding lifting or lifting tonight, anyway, so it's going to work out well. Yeah, we're going to try to what keep it around lifting today. For the most part, we got I all think. sorts of dick <laughs> questions again. People are savages. <laughs> Just relentless, <laughs> relentless with the oddball yeah, dicks and STDs. I was like, holy <laughs> shit! What, <are> you... <laughs> what kind of life? Who do listens you think we to us? <laughs> That's okay. But nonetheless, we yeah, appreciate We appreciate them. the questions yeah. and the listening. But this time, we'll, uh, we'll come back another time with some more of that craziness. But Yeah, stick to some fitness tonight. Yeah. I feel like getting fit. Yeah, we actually got a good lift in tonight. Did some, I did some legs. and Yeah. 
Check out the East End again. Some rubber band stuff. Yeah. More of what we were talking about earlier. Stability exercises. That's right. So we're getting some questions from people right away. Uh, what do we got? First one, do you believe success is more dependent on passion or commitment? Ooh, I think... Uh, I like this one. I think for one, you have to have the other. <laughs> to, to fully be committed, yeah. if you're not passionate about it, is you're not going to be committed. For sure. You could really tell yourself you're going to or try hard, but if you are not passionate about whatever you're going for and that is a, and that thing involves struggle, you are not going to be fully committed. Yeah, you need some sort of passion to get through all the bullshit. Otherwise, like, or else what the hell? Why you are you question doing why it? you're doing it? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. Like, in a way, I think passion is maybe more important because it depends on your goal setting time. If you have like loose goals, then commitment is maybe less important because you're not specific to a timeline. Right. Right. So it's like, well, sometime in the next year, I want to do these things, but without commitment, you won't get them done. Right. right. So. But I think passion is what starts the spark to be driven to do whatever it is. And I think sometimes commitment can come along. Or even vice versa, I guess. Like you said, I don't know. It's fucking chicken and the egg type shit. Yeah. Well, it's almost like, yeah. Who, what is it? Hard work or talent? Like yeah. what beats what? You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Well, you know what? If you got a mix of both, you're doing all right. You're rolling. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. doing good. But <clears throat> passion and uh, commitment was the other one. If you're not committed, it's not happening, whatever you're, whatever yeah. you're striving for. And uh, if you're not passionate, I don't think you'll be committed. So yeah. what the fuck? That's What's the answer to that? <laughs> you need both. That's it. Yeah, you kind of you need a, definitely a degree of both. Otherwise, yeah. you'll get nowhere. Especially if it's a specific goal, like you said. If you yeah. like your goal is, uh, I just want to get healthier. Right. Well, you could half-ass commit that. You know what I mean? It's, it's, pre it's pretty loose, like you said. Yeah, like if you're passionate about feeling better or whatever, looking better according to your own standards or whatever, then being passionate about that can help keep you committed because you'll see results, right? Whereas if you have commitment but without passion, it affects your mindset, right? If you're not, if you're committed to doing something that you don't want to do all the time, it it's just like recurring negativity in your life. And I don't think that that's beneficial, right? Because it's mindset going into things is important and it changes like the physiological response to your cells, like right down right. to oh, the molecular sure. level. Yeah. So I think that commitment can sometimes spark passion because if you do start seeing results and feeling better, then sure, maybe you'll feel more passionate about it also. But I think the other way around is more important just for the positivity about it. Like if you, you know, have a goal, be like, I, actually, I really love eating better. or I really love going to the gym or whatever the fuck it is, but I only do it once a week. All right. Well, doing that once a week is better than zero times a week and the passion hopefully that keeps you to improve and do more or whatever right it's right anyway i think it's more easy to expand once you're passionate as opposed to commitment just like i said the negativity just force yeah you. yeah well i would say to that oh. is uh whatever you're committed to uh why aren't you passionate about it or why are you committed to it in the first place yeah yeah if you're not passionate about it, why are you committed like you could you could say that about anything. <laughs> That's right. It could be your love life or whatever, right? Yeah, work. Like, oh, I'm married. Yeah, okay, probably because you love her, and you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> yeah. get through the struggle of marriage because yeah. you love her. That's yeah. your passion, right? Right. I don't know. You could say it about anything. That what is, the hell's the point? That's true. It's like life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, anyways, interesting question. Yeah. Kind of hard to answer. 
Yeah, terrible answer. <laughs> punchy and muscle pill. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Good question. Next. No, but you need both. Yeah. Yeah, for you sure. Need both. If you don't have one, you don't have the other. <clears throat> so then that's to all. Tail off of that and do another one. If you're not training for a specific goal, are you wasting your time or do you feel like you're wasting your time? I think uh, you could be using your time more productively if you have specific goals. Sure. You're not necessarily wasting your time, but that's also subjective. Mm-hmm. If you're going forward, is it you're wasting your time or are you going forward at the, at the pace that you could be? Right. You know what I mean? Efficiency, big yeah. time, yeah. For someone, just going forward is good enough. For me, like for example, if I could go forward times four speed, yeah, that's the speed I want. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna choose that option, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Otherwise, what, uh, I'm just I'm wasting time. So I I personally need to be specific about my goals. Otherwise, I'm I'm sidetracked. Yeah, I've had trouble with that. Absolutely, that? yeah. It's not being able to set physical goals that I'm used to, based off of like the unknown circumstances of like health, for example, for me, it's been hard because you can't set goals when you have an unknown factor. Like, am I going to be able to, you know, do anything, let alone stick to a goal. So how do you set a goal when you don't know the variables? Right. Cause you want it to be realistic. Otherwise it's yeah, pretty it's, discouraging if you're just right. setting all these crazy goals and that's right. And not even getting, getting there or able to get there. Yeah. So it's tough for me. It's, I think honestly, probably is still ingrained in my mind from whatever, 10 or 15 years ago, the get ripped or die trying. It's just like that back in my mind driving force. It's like, well, whatever I'm working towards now or whatever I'm able to do, can I at least in the, in the front of my mind foresee that this might help me do that. So even if I'm not able to go to the gym or I'm not eating well, or I don't have an appetite or whatever the thing is like, can I eat one good meal of, you'll say, healthful food today? Yeah or no? And then it's like, all right, well, I did one thing it's towards the goal overall to be in decent physical shape and, like, have a healthy body, you know, and mind, really. But I think that's, uh, it's, like, small-scale attainable goals. It's like, can I do this today? Yes or no? If not... <clears throat> just try again tomorrow and it's just like that kind of constant so checking the, in. the smaller the goal though would you agree would be probably more specific as well like small Absol- goals absolutely. will tend to be specific right yeah. so you're a very specific goal minded person then yeah if you're doing a lot of short-term goals absolutely yeah and the, i've had trouble with long-term goals as i just said before long-term goals yeah. are a weird thing but uh short-term like measurable specific things it's like all right it's like a checklist or whatever it's like did i do this yes or no no okay why not and then when can i do that do i still want to do it that kind of stuff and just like okay yep back on the docket tomorrow get at it yeah i like how you word all that it's like never mind about yesterday can i do it right now yep can i do about can i do something about it yes Mm -hmm. or no if not i'm not going to worry about it until i can and if yes well that's one step forward that's right then we check it off and keep going yeah which is, again, my overarching message of keep going, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice, but it's, uh, it it's really is, like, it's how I try to do things because it, I just find that it works. Yeah. And regardless of what's going on, like, there's no other option. So you just have to keep going, and whatever you can do, do it. And if you can't do it, try again later or whatever. So being able to pivot is uh, it's important. 
And I think those small goals, tons of small goals, is super important too. Absolutely, especially when you're not having ideal circumstances. Like, it's really easy to get discouraged in everything, but you can also always find one attainable goal, no matter what. Like, you just need to be thinking a little bit deeper or outside the box or whatever. But like, can I have a shower today on my own? Like, yep, sick, check mark. Yeah, right. That's so I think that's just something a lot of people don't, um, they don't think on the smaller scale. It's like, yeah. well, I can't do this thing. And so now I'm fucked. That's that. Yeah. But anyways, letting it go. There's, I can get on a big spiel of that, but that's what I talk about. So yeah, <laughs> you, <know. laughs> you got to charge admission for yeah. that speech. Yeah. <laughs> this shit's <laughs> free. <laughs> don't go too yeah. deep in your talk. Yeah. You speaking of that though, you have a couple talks come. Did you want to say anything about yeah. that? Uh, there's, just sort of official as of today. So I'm doing uh, the rec room in Kitchener on December the 8th at, I believe it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a Sunday. Awesome, Jim. Go check it out. Yeah. Matt Dashu, uh, who's, he's coming in sometime. Sweet. Cat's out on the bag. But, uh, and then Teeswater Studio 410, January 18th, I think it was. It's a Saturday. Awesome. I think it's at 2 o'clock as well. Catch either one of those if you can, folks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's, uh. I haven't, I've only done two in total and now I have two booked. Yeah. So. <laughs> Double it up. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Double down. That's right. Get it going. So, but, uh, anyways, in going back to the question, I don't feel like I'm wasting my time, but I also always feel like I have some sort of overarching goal. Like, like I said, whether it's get back to the gym or be able to drive again or not have a walker anymore. Yeah. You know, you can regress back as far as you need to go, but, Ultimately, I'm always going to try the 210% is like, you know. I don't even think you know what it's like not to have goals. Mm, Probably, yeah. Like, I don't know if you know the other side. I would say. I think you've you've been especially uh, specific to you. You've been in situations where there was always what's next, what's what's going on, what do I need to do. It is. It's all even... Like in my. So that's kind of messed up. I don't know if you've actually had the other way of just like. I don't think so. I'm just going to let the dice, you know, roll. I definitely have control issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but and even like relationship wise, even too, I don't, I've never had, like, I'm definitely a what's next. It's like, okay, well this thing happened in life or in whatever in work. And it's like, great. It's over. It's done now. So what the fuck are we going to do now? Right. It's, it's like, is there a next step? Cause yes, there is. There always is. Yeah. Which direction that step's going to go. I don't yeah. know. We need to figure that out. Yeah, see me ops. I'm be slamming those brakes. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa yeah. baby. Yeah. What do you mean? What's next? We've yeah. only been seeing each other for yeah. three years. Like, fuck. <laughs> Let's just relax. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah know. you can come over this weekend. Come on down. <laughs> Let's, go down. Let's go. We'll hang out. You can only stay for three or four days max. So still, we're only yep. at three years. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's I yeah. guess that's one. <laughs> That's one area in my life yeah. where I do not have small goals other than like yeah. crazy muncher and whatever, whatever you know. <laughs> yeah. The classics, you know. Yeah. The good, yeah. All the good ones. The rest is just let's just, just let's just see how this goes. Yeah. Let's take our time. We even like not it, put pressure on it. In arguments and stuff, right? In anything, like I've gotten really good at just dropping things because I I don't know I don't I don't care to have the capacity to hold on to aggression or like animosity towards people anymore yeah 
it's just there's so much other shit that my energy could go towards. So I just don't care. Like super smart move. I don't know. It's taken a long time, but yep. it, I've definitely gotten a lot better. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, I don't remember the original question, but wasting time. I don't think I wa- I waste a lot of time, but I don't think I have any trouble sticking to a goal. Yeah. So Whatever. it's uh, up to the individual, really, is yep. the answer to that. Are, are you getting? Again, to it? I don't know. <laughs> we don't know, but no. If you you have a if you have a specific goal, or you have someone something you want to attain to, and you don't have any goals, yeah, you're not going to be as productive as you could Absolutely. for sure. Yep, there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. So well, there's, there's an answer. In doing uh, talking about the relationship thing, uh, another question: Has your commitment to the gym ever caused a relationship problem? Oh, I'll let you lead this one. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to see how much you tell. In short answer, yes. Yeah. Uh, in like lots of ways, yeah. Please explain this a bit. <laughs> Please endeavor. Um, well, I guess a decade ago, roughly, like in my earlier 20s or whatever, I just didn't really give a fuck. I want, I'm going to the gym. It was like, it's number one. I don't know. It's top priority. And I wouldn't say I was inconsiderate but it's like if you my thought process was if you don't understand my desire and my drive to go to the gym and you don't for one you don't want to come with me that's fine but if you don't understand that my time commitment towards my goals here matters to me then I don't have any time for you so that was a a problem I guess and like it's funny because it's women have this I mean men have it too but there's this overarching theme of, well, maybe we'll just change a little bit about what you're doing <laughs> and we'll get there, you know, over time. So it's like, yeah, I'm cool with this. Go do your thing. And then after the thing, like go to the gym and then we'll do this after. Great. Smile and nod. I'm fucking out. And then, you know, whatever it is, a month or a week, sometimes a day later. <laughs> well, why don't you just skip tomorrow and then we'll do this other thing. Yeah, And it's like, or I could not skip. <laughs> and we could we could plan this a different time. Or like I don't have any problem. I never had any issues scheduling things. It's a matter of I think where it's coming from. It's like if you have an expectation for me to adjust my priorities and my life and my goals just on the whim, then fuck you. Right. If I but if I'm like, hey, how about tomorrow night I don't go to the gym, you want to do something else? Yeah, cool. Then I then it's like a it's my choice to to sacrifice per se, we'll quote unquote that whatever yeah. <laughs> my gym time. But I it's like that. then it's a priority shift. I I would say it's a gesture towards like I value my time with you and I would like to spend some time doing something with you. And so instead of going to the gym tomorrow, would you be interested in doing something else? If the answer is no, fine, I'll go to the gym and be happy as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's just the expectation of like. Well, why don't you just skip tomorrow? Like, why don't you just fucking go home? <laughs> See how serious it is, ladies. Yeah. It's, but <laughs> why don't you just fucking go home? <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like that conversation has actually played out in your household. <laughs> well, there was my twenties were yeah. Anyways, it was a bit of an issue. But I'll touch on something else, but I'll let you go. What about you? Uh, the gym, yeah, definitely has had its uh, its effects, like you say. 
they always seem very uh uh what do you say like they're uh they're accepting they're accepting of it right they like no problem i understand you know but they don't they don't understand the actual amount of time that it goes in like the gym thing isn't so bad obviously you get in those situations where like hey you went yesterday you went the day before skip today it's like no because today's day three. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's never been that big of an issue. I had one, uh, <laughs> I'll tell a story in a minute. Right. But I had, uh, I don't ever expect it out of my girlfriends either. Like they don't have to come to the gym with it's, me or no. anything like that. I could care less. I've had, Absolutely. I've dated girls. I have nothing to do with the gym mm-hmm. whatsoever. Don't go work out. Don't do shit, whatever. Yep. As long as they take care of their body. You know what I mean? They're not eating fucking McDonald's every day and drinking. Yeah, right. They don't have to go be a gym rat. I did have a, a girlfriend that was a gym rat, Natalie, and uh, that was awesome. Sure. Having one that always wanted to go to the gym and uh, eat and then nap after, <laughs> yeah. like standard protocol yeah, that we enjoy. Day. Yeah, she was totally into it, and that made things super awesome. A lot, a lot of the time, it was just yeah. like, it really was. It was awesome. I've never had that where I, yeah. I've dated someone that wants to go to the gym as much as I do. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. it just made it easy. We, don't, we didn't even spend much time with each other at the gym. She did her thing. I did my thing. But we still went together. You know what I yeah. mean? It wasn't like this awkward time where I'm away and she's waiting for me or any of that oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. But I had one girl. I moved in with her. I was, uh, when I'm training for fights, it definitely has a way bigger effect on a relationship. And part of that is my fault. If I'm dieting, I'm definitely a dick. Sure. It just, it, it, when food's taken out of my life, it just, you're just moody. That's it. That's all. You can't help it. I try not to be, but I'm a dick. It's just the way Joel Paquette is. Yeah, that's yes. right. Don't like it? Leave. <laughs> right. Go the fuck Go home. <laughs> like Muscle Bill says. But quick short story just to, yeah. to show you how like crazy it's been at some point. I was, uh, I was on strike at work and I was just getting ready for a fight. So all I was doing was training full time and I had a strict regimen. I would train in the morning as early as I could. That way I had enough recuperation time so I could go do my hard training in the city at night, right? right? So that window between training sessions, eating and napping, resting, whatever, is very crucial. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anybody that's been into a sport that hardcore knows how crucial that is. That's going to depict whether you can train that night or not. If you're yep. not getting your rest, you're fucked. Yep. Okay, no you're going to overtrain. It leads to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, injury, whatever, whatever. So just moved in with this girl. This is day two. <laughs> okay. Day one, moved in all my shit, filled all the cupboards with foods. Blah, blah, blah. Got all nestled in. Day two shows up. <laughs> I'm, I wake up. I'm eating my oatmeal fruit, watching a fight on the, uh, on the laptop, and just getting ready to go do my morning strength conditioning. So eating away, getting ready. She goes, what are you doing? So I'll just eat my oatmeal. I'm about to go to the gym. Well, I don't work for another couple hours. I go, okay, well, uh, I'll see you when I get back here. And uh, yeah. Well, why don't you go after when I go to work? I'm like, that's three hours from now, and that really limits my day. Yep. Long story short, <laughs> by the end of this conversation, all I said was, I'm going to the gym. I finished my oatmeal shit. She was braced at the entrance door, crying and screaming, saying, you're not going to the gym. <laughs> it, was, it was fucking unbelievable, man. I was just like, what the fuck is going on now? She literally made an X with her body yeah, right. at the door. I was screaming that I wasn't going to go to the gym. This is day two. So anyways, so yeah, I waited for her to go to work, all right. Then I packed up all my I'm shit out. and left. <laughs> day two is it. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Day three, Joel's gone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it has had its effects, but most girls are understanding. They yeah. just don't understand everything that comes with it. Sometimes the resting, the eating, how That's crucial right. th- those parts are. Like, oh, why don't we just go drink? Uh, you know, you just finished the gym. It's a Friday night, whatever, whatever. Hey, let's just go straight to the bar. Right. No, no, no. Let's go have something to eat. Yep. You know, get some recuperation for a second. Then let's go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then that gets weird. Like, why would you want to do that? Well, fuck. Like, there's a system I've developed. You know what I mean? Right. This body runs and needs certain kind of maintenance. So it's com- basically like what I'm hearing is there's conversations that should be had in order to kind of get an understanding between the two of you or... And this applies to myself as well. I've been poor, piss poor at it, but the conversation of this is what it looks like and like you need to be okay with this or we need to have an understanding. So I'm not dealing with this every Friday night. Yeah, no, because, yeah, exactly. We're having this talk once. Yeah, like if this is a thing, then let's have a thing and get it done. And then if you aren't cool with that or I'm not cool with that, fine. But I'm okay. not fighting about this yeah, at 16 least you know. times. Yeah, yeah. I've in all my relationship, it's pretty pretty good other than that one yeah. scenario like that was the hardcore end of it sure but uh everyone's been pretty good the thing is these girls like me because the way i am that's right and if i'm not a gorilla you know what i mean i'm training like i mean that's they like my drive yeah. and my passion to do this shit yep. so i mean if they try to take that shit away from me they're taking away what they enjoy so yeah for sure basically <laughs> What's, I've, yeah i've had issues in the past too and i'll never i'm not gonna I've never been in like bodybuilder type jacked up shape, right? But I've had, there's this sort of preconceived notion that if I'm going to the gym and I'm, you know, trying to get jacked up and whatever, then I obviously want to be with a woman who has similar goals and is is jacked up as well or has, you know, quote unquote, like a good whatever, some sort of body that women seem to think that a guy like me would want a woman to have. And it's a, it's a really weird conversation to have because it's like, like you said earlier, I, I don't care if you want to go to the gym with me. If you don't, if you have your own passion, like if you have something, if you like reading fucking books and I don't know, something, whatever is the opposite of going to the gym that's not eating Doritos all day. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. I don't care. Yeah. But I respect that. And, you know, if you need an hour a day or three hours a fucking day to do that shit, do it. I'll go to the gym and then we're good. But having that kind of expectation that like, well, you're clearly not into me. Dude, it's so Because weird. I don't go to the gym like you do. I go once a week. It's like... Almost every first date, I this know. conversation exactly. comes up with me. I'm like, listen, I'm not here to say, hey, I like you, go to the gym. No, I like you for a reason. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not going to the gym right now, I like you for whatever you're doing. That's right. Like, would I encourage you to go to the gym? Yes, of course. If you want to come with me, I'm 100% down to help you in whatever way I can do. Every time, and Natalie's been, like, made it really hard after, I'll just, I'll be straight up. After splitting up with her, almost every girl that I've, like, had interactions with is like, well, I'm not this fitness model girl all ripped to shreds, blah, blah, blah. I'm like... No one is like her. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, she's a specimen. That's right. Like, this is that... It's, I like Natalie because of Natalie. It wasn't yeah. because of... Yeah, it's not because she's ripped. Right? Yeah. Like, that was a bonus. Like, right? She's sure. super sexy, but it, that's that's a bonus. But, like, it's since person, then, it's, 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 made, it's made that exact thing you're talking about ten times worse, man. Dude, like, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll never be what you want exactly. me to be. It's uh-huh. like, I, you, you're, you are, obviously, I think you are what I want you to be. 
because I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I think they don't get the simplicity. Like it's like if I showed up to say date one, and it's like okay, whatever, and then date two, if I show up, then you already passed the test. I'm not like, <laughs> yeah. man, I really think you should go to the gym. Otherwise, I don't know if this is gonna work. Like, That's right. I don't fucking care. Yeah, but it's it's been an issue. Not lately because I haven't like pursued anything, but definitely for like a decade of my 20s or like whatever in that range it's just constantly like well I'm, you're not going to be attracted to me so i don't know there's a point it's like what are you talking about yeah it's crazy man just because i love it it's like it's like saying because i at that time i played in metal bands i played guitar too right it's like well i don't play guitar in a band that plays shows so you're clearly not going to find me attractive it's like you sound fucking crazy yeah like, <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah it doesn't make any anyways so that's been more of an issue than the actual going to the gym because I find that's just like more of an immediate. Yeah, I'm glad you brought barrier. that up to because a hundred percent, man. Just that stigma or whatever you want to call it's it. The, yeah, it's like it's just because I kind of fit like an external stereotype, which yeah. I don't have a problem with. Like it's, I did it to myself, you yeah. know. But it's no different than say right now, I'm not in as good a shape as I have been like historically, and that's fine. Like, I'm doing what I can. I'm going to work to do. I still have goals, but it's like, I couldn't go to the gym for a year. Okay. It's still, I'm still me. And so it's like saying, well, so if you like me because I go to the gym and then I can't go to the gym for a year, does that mean you don't think you you don't like me anymore? Well, probably not. I mean, maybe, but. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Who knows, right? Chances are, no. They'd be like, no, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. But that's the conversation we're having right now, just in a different context. But it's the same, you know, it's. It's basically the same thing, and it's anyway. It's always driven me crazy. Hundred like, man, same. If I show up more than once, just is we're good. Same. I had one girl <laughs> that I was seeing, and she wouldn't go to the beach with me. Yeah, dude, yep. And I was like, what? Sure. And I and I have that syndrome still, right? Like yeah, I don't even like taking my <laughs> shirt <laughs> off. Like, yep, yep. If I miss a couple a couple of days of going to the gym, which like hardly happens, <laughs> I'm like. Fuck, man! Does he? It doesn't even look like I've ever been in the gym yeah. anymore. What's the point? Like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I suck. Yeah, man. So yeah, I was probably more terrified than she was to that's take right. my shirt off at the at the beach. But like, yeah, that's how extreme it's been in some cases. Yep. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a, it's an easy conversation to have, but for some reason, it's still uncomfortable because yeah, it's. I mean, there's insecurities on both sides, but at the same time, it's like. I don't know. It's just and I swear, sense. it doesn't matter what I say. They're just like, yeah, whatever. It, exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. Exactly. So Whatever then. Get your ass to the gym. Yeah. The overarching <laughs> message is get in the car and let's go work out then. But yeah. <clears throat> anyways, that's that's that question. I like that question. Well done, Muscle Bill. Way to bring that up to the viewers. Yeah. Listeners. It's, yeah. You don't read books. Well, I don't want to be with you. Okay. I'm, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to go read a book. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just not. I might, but not because of you. Yeah, not because you told me to. I'd be like, yeah, I'll read it someday. Just kidding. Never. <laughs> but, what else uh, have we got going on on list? We have from Junior. How do you cultivate discipline in yourself or in students? Ooh, LeBlanc. LeBlanc, yes. The French. To me, it... Uh, goes back to that quote. Get uh, ripped or die tried? Not that no. one. Be savage, not average to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's I don't I don't ever want to be just settling. 
I want to be better. So you're talking about yourself. Yeah, for discipline-wise. Yep. And, and you know how I and get into other people? I show it to them. Right. Yeah, lead by example. I lead by example. Sure. Like today. What the hell did we do? We went and did something that was shitty just to go do it. The lake. You know what I mean? Go jump in the lake. Yeah. That is a level of discipline. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. We said we are going to do it. Yep. It sucks. We know it sucks. Yeah. But now we feel great because we're like, yeah, we killed that. Yeah. It wasn't even that bad. We fucking showed us. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Bill and Ted is excellent adventure. I showed previous us's that we could (laughs) We did it in the future. (laughs) Right? So, yeah, discipline. I just, I I have... I have that desire, that passion, going back to what we were saying, to be better. Yep. So my discipline's there, I think, to a degree. Yeah. Right? Obviously, I got to tune it in with self-awareness and whatever, or how bad I want something. I'll tune it in and be even more disciplined, and that's just willpower. It's a spectrum on your goal, though, too, right? It's like... And, and it's been, uh, it's been uh, developed, too. It's yeah. not like I've had this forever. Yep. No, it's been, it's been years and years of, okay, I don't want to go do this, but I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go do it. It's back to that David Goggins thing, right? right? As soon as you give up on something, it has a ripple effect. You'll just keep giving up. Right. Well, if the, you do the opposite, you keep doing something that sucks or keep doing something that's uh, difficult or a struggle, mm-hmm. and then you get through it, you're like, okay, I want to do the next thing that's going to be a struggle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crush the next thing. Yep. Even if it's not to do with your goals, it's going gonna, it's gonna to invoke something in you to, to be better, to do better. Sure. I don't know, man. It's crazy. I'm, I'm like, just in the last few days, I've been getting you're into fired this. Up. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> Usually I don't get fired up by YouTube shit. Yep. You know, and I've seen the David Goggins um, podcast before, and I rewatched it. I think it was the the first one. I've watched both of them on uh, JRE, but I rewatched the first one. And just the one thing uh, clicked with him, because recently I've been so comfortable after the fight. I was so disciplined going up to the fight. Now I fought, now I'm back to, you know, I, I'm making a yeah. good living. I got a couple good jobs. You know, I got I got girls I want to hang out. You know, I have no problem there. So it's just like everything's just coming easy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, go out, no have struggle. fun. There's no struggle, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I almost see that as like I'm getting weaker. Yeah. So then the other day For I was sure. doing this stupid push-up challenge that uh, Andrew, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he challenged me too. And I was, uh, I was in the gym by myself and I'm recording it. And I'm halfway through it and it sucked real bad. And I wanted to quit. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. Why am I doing this? I've, I've been up since five in the morning. It's nine o'clock at night. I'm at the gym. I'm tired. Yep. I'm halfway. This is like running through my mind, hundred mile an hour. While you're doing push-ups. While I'm doing push-ups, I'm like, I'm just gonna shut off this fucking camera. Nobody even knows I tried this. Nobody's gonna know any different, except for me. Yep. That's what kicked in after. It was like, fuck. I know, <laughs> and that's all I care about is that I know. It's like jumping the lake. Yeah. It doesn't matter to anybody else. It matters to me. So this push-up thing, and then I just thought of that David Goggins. I, if I'm going to give up now, I'm going to give up easier next time to the next thing. Yep. Because I've accepted giving up as a solution. Much like the opposite to you. You know giving up's not an option. That's why yeah. you move forward so well, right? Because you've trained yourself. There yeah. is no giving up. So I had to train myself again like i find i'm i'm a guy with a lot of willpower sure. but i have those moments just like everybody where i want to i'm comfortable i'm good why the fuck am i doing this yeah what's the point right i'm i'm shaking my fucking arm felt like it was gonna snap <laughs> no i was tired my titties ripped and then i said fuck it i'm not giving up and then i just started pushing it pushing it pushing it i was like fuck yeah then i started getting that momentum again and i knew i was tired but i knew something in my brain knew that 
I wasn't accepting defeat and it just did it. Right. And it sounds so corny and cliche, but like it's it's not, man. It's yep. it's fucking so relatable to everything after that. Well, it's I talked about it in Kingston, I talked about it in London. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I don't it's something that it's not to say that I have a hard time, but I don't always think about applying it to things outside of my medical problems. Right? So like in a push up challenge, I don't know that it would click to me about like I mean, it, because I'm stubborn and I have OCD, I probably... It probably would. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like in a day-to-day sense, I'm not as aware of that, which is something I'm, I'm working towards improving on as well. It's like I said, it's an opportunity uh, just for something that I can work on, you know, yeah. so which I, I like having all the time. Yeah. But it's something that's hard too, I think in general is with self-awareness is it's hard to be self-aware about things that you're not aware about. If that makes yeah, because if if I don't know that I'm doing it, it's hard for me to improve or that I'm not doing something. It's hard for me to work on it. And those are usually the worst ones. <clears throat> That's right. And so if you have an external or third party, you know, and it's those are hard conversations because a lot of people don't like telling you the things that they think you don't want to hear. Yeah. But it's those things that give you the most opportunity to improve, and those are the things that give me more fired up. It's like, oh well, I can't do that. Fuck. That's okay. What can I do about that? Think about it, whatever. And it's just my brain explodes and I just go, right? It's like, it's good to have that. I can't believe I didn't know that already. Yeah. So, because I do that all the time, or I, I could have done those things many times and I didn't. It didn't even occur to me. It's like, man, what a missed opportunity. What can I do? It is uh, super important what you touched on there to have someone uh, close to you that keeps it. A hundred, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I know yourself. I like having conversations with you. I'll tell you some wild fucking stories that I, some (laughs) benders I just went on that you're like, all right, man, okay. That, that is awesome what all happened. But, uh, like, really, like, what do you think about your heart right now? Like, could your heart be a little bit better? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Could you have made some gain? Like, could you have maybe slept one of those three nights? Yeah. You could have probably slept and you would have probably hit the gym. And, you know, like, you had fun, but you could have, you yeah. know, you could be doing better. Well, it's yeah, that's right. It's you could have focused some energy towards something productive, and you didn't. Yeah, and you're like, well, I had fun. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. But just so you yeah, know, yeah, you're not yeah. knocking it. You're just like because it's awesome. Just, just be be careful too, Joel. Yeah. Like you know, you got your health and shit, yeah. and uh, so it's yeah. good. It's good to like for you. Example is when I'm usually sidetracked, where you're like, because not too often we're talking. You're like, hey, you're really fucking slacking or lifting weights you know we no. pump each other up that way oh yeah but if i'm yeah. getting a little a little haywire sometimes you're like hey man uh you could be doing better for yourself you well, know we, that, sh- right? we should hang out let's go to the gym yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> well like you said, when we live together right it's like when you're surrounded by people who have even if they're different goals but they're passionate or driven towards their own goals it just rubs right into your life so oh for sure you know living like living with you it's like joel's always going I'm always going. I got it because, you know, it's not like a comparison or a race, but it's like, it's possible, right? It gives you the awareness that, oh, someone else is doing this so I can do it too. Yep. And then you just, it's synergy. Yeah. Well, that's what some of these guys are feeding off. These YouTube guys are feeding off of, right? Yep. Oh, this guy, there's this, it's possible. This guy was uh, some fuck up, you know what I mean? Yep. Who was amounting to nothing. And now you see the superhero. You think he's been a superhero all his life, but he wasn't. That's right. He made a decision to to be that person. So then all of a sudden people are like, oh, you know, whatever, whatever. I could do this maybe. 
But yeah, having those people that'll judge you in your life is good. Yeah, and like, like just keep keep it a hundred, you know, not necessarily judge you or like knock you down or anything. It's like not that, about but respect, just, really, because you know there's respect there. It's just yeah. a matter of, like, yeah, like you said, it's just that willingness to be open and not worry about causing damage, really, because it's like I'm not, we're not saying shit to be like, man, you're hurtful. a fuck up to yeah. be hurtful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, there's usually something good in the in the bottom of it, right? Yeah, it's you, always all good, but yeah, trying to be positive one one way or another. Anyway, I don't even remember the actual question around that. Cultivate discipline. Oh yeah, that was with yourself. Yeah, I by example. Yep. And sometimes I and uh, the reason I went on a tangent was because sometimes I need to do self check ins, self awareness, just like rewatching that Goggins. All of a sudden, I'm realizing and little shit I'm doing the day. What was it? Oh my! Like another thing. The tarp tunnel on my truck, okay, was fucked up. Oh, yeah. It's all bent to shit. It's snowing. I'm trying to fix it. I'm like, fuck it. You know, I was getting so pissed off, <laughs> yeah. right? I'm like, I can't fix this thing. Whatever, whatever. Got off the truck. I walked halfway to my house. I'm like, I am not accepting that yeah. right now. I am not accepting. I'm just going to feel defeated by this stupid cover. Again, something completely irrelevant Nobody to my cares. main yeah. goals, anything, anything. I got on that truck. Figured it out, fixed it, closed my shit up. Watching the house is like, damn right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking truck. Conquered that shit. <laughs> yep, for sure. Something so dumb. But it's just like, it's creating ripple effects and I'm noticing it more on day-to-day shit where lately I've been just slacking mm-hmm. because it's easy. Sure. Easy and comfortable. Yeah, I could bring it to the yep. dealership. You know well, what I mean? Well, if you're not aware of it, then you're not going to change it. Yeah. Right? And I, that's that thought, the thought of, hang on a second. This isn't acceptable to me. Yeah. That's the thought that if it never comes to your mind, you're never going to make a change. Right. And I'm where I'm at because I didn't accept that shit forever. Right. So why, why would I start now? That's right. Why would I start taking the easy way? Basically, if I do, I'm saying I give up. I've been to the peak of where I want to be. Yep. And now I'm just going to chill out till I'm shitting my pants and I'm dead. You know <laughs> <Yep>. what I mean? <laughs> like, that's, that's basically, that's like, a- it sounds like so dumb and so like... Yep. I don't know, so out there, but it is. It's like little stupid things add up to such huge ripple effects. Man, I don't know why I've been on this hype lately, but it, it's whatever, man. It's, it's a turning good one. me, it's yeah, a good one. It's, yeah, exactly. It's turning me back around. I think it's mostly due to how uh, regimented I was pre-fight, yeah, and then I've slacked off, and I think I'm just like in some kind of withdrawal well, stage. We and talked now about just, before. Um, about if your life is too easy, you create your own struggles, right? Yeah. And so whether that's out doing some craziness or that's back reeling it all in and fucking putting your head down and do some real work, both of those are options for that. So when you choose to go left for a month or two and you're like, well, hang on, I'm going to go fucking right real hard right now and dig right in. It's, it's just a change, right? It's a pivot on your spot. Be like, I'm going to make some changes and instantly see the difference. Yeah, but and you do to touch on the student side of that. I'll mention. I think that uh, creating a sense of community f- with the intention of not only the community aspect and friends, but accountability. Right. So if you have students, for example, the classes that I'm participating with and facilitating, um, we're starting a weekly or biweekly just a lift night it's not so structured and it's just more of a come out hang out as they, they do it at oev now they do the east yeah. side barbell they have one 
at the warehouse. Usually, I think it's Sundays now in the morning. And uh, but a bunch of the gyms that I go to periodically that I really like have this community feel. And one of the ways that they do that is having these group lifts, right? And so I'm a big fan of that. And I find it's encouraging to new people and people who are less comfortable coming to a more structured class to come out and just check it out. It's like casual. We're going to come out. We're going to work out for an hour or two, show up whatever time you can, bring a, a snack or bring a beer, whatever you want to do, and check it out. Yep. And then you come out and you think, oh, this is super comfortable. You meet everybody or whatever, and you get you have an, a time. And then the next week, they're like, oh, that was a lot of fun. I'm going to come back. And I just find that accountability of like, oh, are you coming next week? Yeah, I'm coming. Are you coming? That sort of cultivates discipline in a fun way because it's encouraging. Like, I'm encouraging you. You're encouraging me. They're almost me. all leading by example. Exactly. Then, and, in, a, in a weird way. Yeah, it's like a spider web effect. It's like individually... None of them maybe want to go. Maybe they're not comfortable being by themselves or, you know, it's like, ah, I don't like working out on my own, whatever. So, but when you have five people in five corners saying, hey, I'm going to be here at this time. You want to go? The answer is always yes. Right. And so then they go and it's, it's just the, the community aspect. It's like, that's a lot of fun. Spend a lot of time. You get away from, not away from your home, but you get out of the house, you know, socialize and you get a workout and... I think that that helps cultivate discipline in anybody. Like, I don't know. Even if there's people we didn't know, said, "Hey, you want to hang at the studio for an hour?" Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder what that's about. Right. You know, it's, you can almost apply it to anything. So the accountability is a big part of that. Yeah, and you know what? It just hit me back. Even something like chess club back in public school. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You show up, you're like, yeah, fucking right. I went to chess club. <laughs> I lost, you know, or I beat this person. I'm like, I'll take you next time at chess club. And you show up the next time. You're like, I'm going to fucking beat you today, bro. <laughs> but, and it's, you know, it can apply to anything. So yeah. I, that's, that's something with students. I find just having a discussion with them about what can we do to bring us all together towards whatever individual goals we have. So a support group. Absolutely, yeah. It's like a, I don't maybe peer or whatever you want to call it, but yeah, yeah. just a group of people. So, I really need to check out one of these lifting days. Yeah. Because even when uh, we get the boys at my house and we go lift, I love it, man. Exactly. Like there's three or four of us. Yep. You know, I tried some stupid shit today. I couldn't lift it because I seen <laughs> Cannon lift it. Yeah. But that fucking got me beast. lifting. That yeah. got me, yeah, fucking beast is right, man. <laughs> Made it look like nothing. So I was like, yeah, I'll try this. Not. Yeah, just kidding. Out. But yeah, group uh, group settings like that are like, I don't know if you want to call it a support group. That sounds like an Alcoholics Anonymous shit. Yeah, but it's, you know what I mean? Same it's, deal. It's just though. accountability yeah. and it's uh, like-minded, at least in one aspect, right? So As long as everyone's driving to be better. Mm-hmm. Well, they all have goals. And that's where they show up. Yeah. Right? But, uh, and it, like I said, I think it increases the comfort level because I'm not going by myself and, oh, I have someone else so we can be awkward together, you right. know, which is a weird thing now that people are all anxious and whatever, and they don't, I think it's more, people are less prone to do that because it's like, well, there's going to be someone else here. I don't want to go. Yeah. But it's just such a backwards thing for me. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't know. So part of easing into the discipline for them would be making them more comfortable. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, some people can't face that uncomfortability, right? Yeah, is that a word? Uncomf- Uncomfortableness. 
<laughs> Spell check. <laughs> Siri. English check. En <laughs> français. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't Melt. know. Anyway. Good question, uh, Nelstrom Jr. Uh, Le Blanc. <laughs> that was like a half an hour ago. I have no idea. Man, that was the same question. <laughs> yeah. How many questions have we had from Le, Le Blanc? I don't know. A couple. Just one or two? It's one today, I think. Oh, okay. So we've been talking that question the whole time? Yeah, for Holy a bit. shit, man. It's a bit. Uh, I'm going to just kind of tangent into the lifting one quick. From we had the last time we had, uh, a lot of people wrecked their shoulders benching. Um, is there anything you can do to mitigate uh, shoulder pain in bench pressing? And yes, I'm not going to go super deep into it because it's hard to explain, I suppose. But oftentimes, having a flat back on the bench basically increases the risk of shoulder injury it's just the way if your sternum is flat your shoulder has to go into a bigger or a higher degree of extension and uh anyway your elbow has to go behind your torso further to get your bar to touch your chest and that in turn puts more pressure on the front of your shoulder so if you i don't know the best cue but like chest up or bring your chest to the bar or the chest to the ceiling that kind of stuff um and it's in, it's for me it's for positioning in your setup so like i showed canon and i've showed a few people but the way you set up your scapula and your traps on the bar or on the bench if you have your chest at a higher angle so like a higher degree of thoracic extension um it's easier on your shoulders because your, your elbow doesn't have to travel as far past your torso which means there's less pressure on the front of your shoulder so just opening up everything, creating less impingement, really. If, yeah. you, if you just, by looking at it, it's, when you're yeah. doing the two different ways, I know right. nobody can see this, but yeah. when you're doing the two ways, when you weren't opening up your chest, chest out, it just looked like everything was getting crunched. Yeah, it's a, and that's what I mean. It's hard to kind of explain, but I can show you on a bench within two minutes, you know. But that's kind of the, the biggest thing. And elbows, if your bar path is super high and you're coming down to, like, collarbone or neck area, the chances are that your elbows are flaring out kind of under the bar at like a 45 or a 90 degree to your torso as opposed to kind of keeping the bar path lower on your chest a little bit, bringing the bar under and like maybe like within the 40 to 60 degree range with your elbows coming off your body, you know, um, so they're tucked under a little more. But anyways, bar path is a big thing where your elbows are. It sort of dictates your bar path together, but then also the the angle of your sternum, right? Kind of in your start position. So, well, you know where I see a lot of people starting a risky uh, risky part is uh, unloading the bar, like unracking the bar. Oh yeah, a lot sure. of people either a they're doing something funky with their wrists where they're not their wrist <clears throat> alignment isn't yep. good at the end, or b they're rolling their short their shoulders forward to get it out of that locked. Yeah, you know those the things they sit in. So they'll roll their shoulders forward to push the bar up yep. to bring it in front of their chest, and then they try to get relocked in. You well, can't. you just you just lost everything you prepped. That's right. When you do that, so um, you you would know best. But I I think that's the one part where a lot of people that's a risk factor for them is unloading. Absolutely, the first step. But in so in doing that, typically you lose your thoracic extension, and so then you're more flat on the bench because as soon as you push your shoulders forward. That's the position that I sh- well I showed you yeah. before here, yeah, but it flattens everything. Yeah, out. you're like yeah. T Rex forward, and then you can't get your arch in your upper back back, and so you're just forced into this flat backed sort of weird crunch position with your fucking shoulders, and it's just 
trying to, so if you're doing more of a, we'll, we'll call it a bodybuilder bench, um, and not worried about touching the bar to your chest, that's sometimes an okay position to be in as long as you're training that range for a specific reason, you know, like, anyways, it's, it's complicated, but yeah. there like is, if you there, wanted yeah. more of a delt load yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Well, and you can, you don't necessarily have to come to your chest in a bench press, but right. if you want to do like a strength style bench press, which is an efficient bench press, which isn't good for building maximum muscle, like in a hypertrophy state. Right. Because you're trying to do it as efficient as possible to load as heavy as possible for strength and power, right? Yeah. Which is not the same thing as building muscles. No, so not at all. A powerlifting style bench isn't really effective for building a big chest, although it does because you can load and whatever. There's all that bullshit. But essentially, there's lots of different kinds of bench presses. And if you want to do one to build your chest, then sometimes you're better off doing flies and, or an incline or who knows, yeah. right? So it's or, or lately, like I've been dumbbells. doing, was uh, I wasn't even repping. I was just bringing the yeah, bar down halfway. That's right. And doing a, iso, we would just isometric. call it static or isometric? Yeah. When I'm not moving and I just... An isometric, yeah. Okay, you yeah, do an isometric hold, hold and like a... Just hold it half. there for 30, yep. 30 seconds or so. Yep. No, I'm not even doing reps. Exactly. You're just loading the muscle for time under tension and then releasing. Yeah. Right? So... So everything has its different ways. Yeah, but the unrack thing is definitely it's, it's true, and that's why like you can't the muscles in the back, like by your rhomboids basically and your scapula, they're not strong enough to push whatever's on the bar forward to get back and into get the back proper in position. Proper. You probably feel like you do, but you, you ne- you'll you never. Can't. So basically, you could do all you want, and if you don't, if you fuck up the unracking yeah. process, you're setting yourself up for disaster. Yeah, even with your breathing, like as soon as you unrack and your shoulders come forward, you can't expand for as big of breath because your chest collapses, for sure, right? For sure, yeah. So that's another thing that changes it. So, and then it's not as strong as position because you don't have you know, like bracing and that whole thing. So, anyway. So there's some tips. It's easy to show you, but that's about the best I can do without uh, a quick gym session. Yeah, so no, those are all good tips, good, man, yeah. because uh, I know when I first started benching, I hurt my shoulders big time. Yeah. I've torn both rotator cuffs in my in my fighting career, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that's all due to improper lifting at the beginning of it. Sure. Just getting in there and just trying to smash out, mm-hmm. smash just out heavy, weights yeah. without any kind of technique or uh, proper loading or anything. Yeah. yeah, it's common. Oh, for sure it is. Uh, we can do one more. What do we have? Oh. Ways to improve your ground, your ground game when you're smaller. Um, this was from Tiffany L. Marks. That's a good question. Being a smaller guy could probably answer that. Um, in a nutshell, what I would say, I could say what I've just read recently from John Danaher, an amazing world-class uh, grappling coach. Right. And what he recommended for smaller opponents was when you're on the offensive, attack the legs. When you're not, or you're just trying to grapple or, or wrestle or whatever, uh, position control, battling for position control, get the back. Get okay. the back of a bigger person. Right. You want to control the back. It takes away their push, their pull. It takes a lot of their advantages away. You know what I mean? Now, what if they were, I don't know a lot of gra- grappling, but does that put you at a disadvantage for them to like 
roll over and lay on you? Well, yes and no. If you if you uh, control the back properly and you take your time, no matter how they roll, you could get still in a superior position, okay. even if you're under them or whatever. Right. And the other tip I'd suggest is when you're grappling, especially a bigger opponent and you're at the bottom, you're, let's say you're underneath them, you don't want to try to move them. You want to move yourself around them. Sure. Like a lot of people try to force shit, you know, try to roll them over or whatever. No. You know, compress your own body, sneak your own body around their legs. Instead of moving their leg, snake around their leg. You right. know what I mean? Like, don't try to force anything. Move yourself, not them. Sure. That's the best uh, best uh, tip I could give someone who's smaller. Sure. Because that's, you're going to burn yourself out trying to muscle somebody or yeah. trying to move them. You just got to try to move yourself. Well, for the very limited experience I have with rolling, remember years ago at the Y when we went in the gym? There was uh, you and I, and there was uh, Roe, and there was Jay. And I, I rolled with Jay on the mat in the Y gym. Who's like 280 pounds. Yeah, he's he's a solid solid gentleman. Yeah, he's big. And holy fuck did I get crushed. Like, he didn't do anything. Yeah, He just, you know, we started off, uh, I think, on our knees maybe. And then obviously I lost whatever you call that at the start and i ended up on the ground yep and then he just like you know leaned over on top of me and i'm like i was trying to push him off right because i'd never done it before right. and i can't bench press 280 cold let it or like warm even you know but how do you move a fucking 200 300 pound human off of you when you are 200 or 100 pounds it's, like, it's exactly. impossible you, you can't do it you got to move around them exactly and i didn't and i just you know, just got squished. It was a quick match. He's yeah. like, whatever, game over, tap, tap, Jay, that you're good at this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, know? you controlled me. Yeah. One of the big things, too, uh, another tip for anybody who knows grappling is you just never stay on your back. Always be on your side because sure. as soon as you're on, you're flat on your back, nothing good is going to happen. They could sink their weight. They could pin you. Happened, you know what yeah. I mean? Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, and true. then you're going to get into more of uh, a muscle struggle. because And I couldn't breathe, right? You yes, can't expand your lungs. Exactly. I lost my breath and I had no energy and he's yeah. like... You know, well, you he's just laughing not. at me. Yeah, yeah he's you like, learn what not to do. How's this going? It's well, it's going well for you. Yeah, smaller person. So basically, if you're at the bottom, move yourself around them. Sure. If you're on the offensive, attack the legs. That's usually a weaker, uh, yep. weaker spot on on a bigger opponent. You know, you don't want to be someone with huge arms trying to like use your arm strength against theirs, right? Attack the legs. Sure. It could easily be done, and things are manipulated down there pretty easily. And uh, if you're uh, not necessarily on the top, but you're scrambling, try to get the person's back. Yeah, makes sense. Yep. So there's your tips, Tiff. Now, we're, just to further that into lifting, do you have any sort of, I would guess, yeah, well, some let, sort of about, explosive how about, power? How about, you, how about you? No, You know enough about grappling. You, you yeah. see what goes on and what kind of attributes an athlete needs. Sure. What would you recommend or what type of working out style would you recommend a smaller person to get the best bang out of their buck for their strength. For example, like I know I wouldn't recommend a um, small, small guy getting into grappling to go do a whole bunch of bicep curls. Sure. You know what I mean? Like that's not going to help you. You're never going to curl Jay off your chest. Yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. off the top of your head, would there be a certain way or a certain style you'd recommend? Probably, uh, well, I would guess probably grip strength would be one thing. So I don't know. Have you ever seen the, the old style uh, bucket of sand training people do for grip strength? What's and that? Fo- forearm. Just... Yeah, there's different techniques. Uh, Jay Nira put a video on his Instagram maybe a month or a couple months ago, but it's 
it's an old school style of training where you just literally have a five gallon pail of sand yeah and you put your hands in in different positions and you manipulate the sand with your fingers when you're in the bucket oh yeah that would work yeah super well so it's forearm sort of even endurance really yeah but then hand strength and grip strength for one uh that'd be great just because the the um the pros of doing that, let's say with your feet in the sand alone, Absolutely. right? Yeah, same, yep. same idea. Yep. My feet, my foot strength goes up huge and I notice it when I'm uh, doing my sprints during sure. the summertime. And I'm just thinking, especially if you're doing gi training, you can grip that gi and if you can keep your hand, you don't necessarily need to hold them or roll the whole human. It's a matter of, can you keep their, your hand in position on in their clothes, body, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that'd be something off the top of my head I think would be beneficial um probably a farmer's carry with either dumbbell like a suitcase carry or maybe a trap bar but if you're a smaller person i wouldn't maybe say a trap bar because if your shoulders are too far in from the handles it can be hard on your shoulders having your arms spread so far yeah when you're out so far from your hips yeah but uh definitely a heavy dumbbell carry uh one or two hand whatever um or a sled drag or sled push maybe yeah that's a great one i don't see a lot of uh like parachute stuff but band remember when we ran against around the y we had the track up above the ice oh yeah i got a video on yeah it on YouTube. we put a band around your waist and then i lean back and you sprint for as long as you can fall on the ground and then we switch and i yeah. sprint i think that if you had a workout partner that sort of sprint strength and that explosiveness um particularly if you're on your back i would assume that that explosiveness with your legs could help you sprawl out or whatever you call that when you're you know, manipulating yourself out from under yeah, them. Yeah, shrimping and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Uh, just to have that sort of explosive power. Yep. And train that, like, repetitiveness. Yeah, I agree with that so. fully. I used to love those. Those rubber band sprints are Dude, awful. They were just so hard. And depending yeah. how much of a dick your partner wants to you be, lean right you back. could be going full out uh-huh. and hardly moving. Like, yeah. gram- grandma's walking by you on the track <laughs> yeah. as you're just like, try to pull your partner. Oh, yeah. man, they're they're devastating. That's a great yeah. one to bring in. I haven't done those forever. That's I haven't done them since. That is on my to-do long list. time, but I would do them again with you. Hell yeah. But those, anyways, off the top of my head, that's a few things I would do. And really, like, any sort of compound movement, I think, yeah, is beneficial. Yeah, definitely. For, that's, that's exactly what I know, agree with. But Strong push, man, push press instead stuff. of military press, you know, like, do something with a little more explosive full body style. Yep. I don't know if you're into ollie lifting, but I would just stick to the basics and any sort of compound barbell or And, like, whatever. always keep that core strong. Yeah. So if your core is weak, you will not be able to manipulate your body around. And something that's very commonly missed in a core training sort of setup or program is adductor strength. Yeah. Because that ties it all into your legs. So if you have a great core and you have whatever you're doing, fucking sit-ups and abs and whatever you want to do, if you can't tie in your adductors into your legs, then your core strength doesn't really correlate to the rest of your body. So Kind of gets cut off. Yeah, it goes to your waist. It's great to have a six-pack, but ultimately, especially athletically, you want to have stability through the pelvis yep. and the shoulder. And if you don't train that sort of full... So, for example, like an overhead uh, kettlebell carry with your single-arm overhead carry. Like a waiter's carry? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing that, you're incorporating your glenerol humeral, so your shoulder stability, yep. and through the hips, or you could do like a single-leg um goblet squat or uh hold so you just grab a hundred pound dumbbell stand on one leg for as long as possible and then switch legs right and just that kind of stuff it's full body 
He kind of ties it all together. That so. waiter carry one, um, basically, if you're trying to visualize it, you're just holding a weight over your head, like you yep. would if you're serving a plate or whatever or yep. above people. It's great, man. I, I walked the track doing that yep. slash uh, farmer carries, and I couldn't believe the workout I was getting. Yep. Two simple movements, but heavy. But again, so I guess to preface that, if you don't have the requisite mobility to load that heavy, like if you can't get your arm above your head, yeah. you know, if you bring it up into flexion and you're at like 90 degrees or straight out in front of your face, you clearly can't do a, right. a waiter's carry. Yeah, 100%. So that's not an option, but you could do that and work towards improving your mobility and getting stable and whatever. Or you could just load light and use, you know, a five pounder and yeah. just you build that stability slowly, which is kind of a whole process in its own. But anyway, yeah. if you can't do it, it's a bad move, but you, most people can stand on one foot uh, or do, you know, lots of stuff like that. So, Yeah, those are great, uh, great little workouts, man. As you said, like when I think of the core, a lot of people just think abs, but I think of basically just above the knee yep. to my tits. It's honestly, it goes from, yeah, at least that. It can you include your mean? shoulders too though, right? Depending on which of the movement you're doing. Because you can't, if you're trying to be strong in an overhead position, your core of it, of, all of a sudden is that basically everything below your hands. Because right. If your right, shoulders aren't it's stable. all stabilizing. That's right. Yeah. But I'm, I'm thinking when I work core, oh, yeah. like I'm working this region, you right. know, above the knee to my titties. Yep. Like that is all core. It's not just my abs, you know. Absolutely. It's everything. My yep. lumbar, my my side, my obliques, my everything, my adductors, abductors, yep. hip flexors, psoas. I don't even know how I work my psoas, but I'm sure I work it. <laughs> it's I know real my, sore. <laughs> I know mine's tight as fuck, and I was going to buy one of those so rights. Me yeah. and Muscle Bill were talking. We were like, yeah, fuck, let's order one. Muscle Bill's like, yeah, order me one. Unless it's like 100 bucks or something. Like, yeah, ha, ha. That would be so dumb. Well, we looked. <laughs> They're 100 bucks. Yeah, 100 bucks. <laughs> little piece of plastic you yep. shove in your groin, and it's one size fits all. Yeah. Come on. How do you know how wide my hips are? Come so on, right. so right. Unless you want to hook us up with a free one. Yeah. Someone just designed a $15 one, and I'll buy two. You already got two sales. <laughs> Anybody have a 3D printer? I'll hook it up. Yeah. Let's Shit, there's one here, man. Yeah, but I don't know what they look like. If I, somebody has a soul right, take some pictures. <laughs> Someone it. sent us your soul right. Yeah. We'll give it back. Yeah. Or or, <laughs> or, or, or 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't have to do shit because now we got a story. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, anonymous man. Uh, uh, fuck. Are we shutting it down for questions? Or are we taking any more? Yeah, I think that's good. We'll call it a day for tonight. But uh, just a quick, do you have anything coming up the next couple of weeks? Nah, nothing too spectacular has have anything to do with fitness. Uh, I'm going to be helping out with uh, a guy from London asked me to be part of his training camp, which is a huge honor. I'm not going to talk about it right now yep. because I don't want to jinx myself. But this guy is one of the best of the best in Canada. He called me out, says he wants me uh, to help him with this training camp coming up. Awesome. Um, because his opponent is similar to me. So that's part of the why I've, lately I've been like fucking... Yeah, time to get time to get back at it because yeah. yeah, I don't want to go there and get my ass kicked. Uh, he asked me to to be there, so I want to be I want to be a benefit, yeah. right? I don't want to be there and be a slouch. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I got that coming up in the work. So I was gonna say nothing to do with fighting is coming up, but shit, look where I'm at. There just it happens. <laughs> it's just happening, man. The universe is bringing. I, shit. Yeah, yep. I can't. I can't get away from it. 
whatever. Rolling with it. That's good. Other than that, I'll be in the Santa Claus parade. So uh, look out, mommies. I'll be giving your kids some candy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that'll be. He's available after the parade. I've never, I've never done the parade. uh, So it'll be awesome to do with with all my. Yeah, with all my uh, brothers on the fire department, and it's gonna be great to see the kids' faces light up. Because before I became a firefighter. I had no idea the effect it had on kids, yeah. but they think you're superheroes, man. Yep. And you know what? These guys are. You are, exactly. It's exactly like, what it is. putting it on the line, but these kids like know what's up. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't, last time we had a fireman breakfast, and I'm sure it's going to be a lot of the same feels, just the look on their face. They're coming. They're tugging on my pants and stuff. All they want to do is say they grabbed a firefighter, got a high five from a, yep. from a firefighter. It's like, it's unreal, man. So I can't wait to do the parade. They're going to be jacked now. I get to give them candy and stuff, so they're going to be pumped. But, yeah, just that. That's it. You? What do you got going on? Uh, EPC, the last meet of the year is uh, this this coming weekend, a week from today. So Sick. Heading up to Kingston probably Friday morning, early Friday. but Judging? Yep. Yeah, so Saturday we're doing that, and uh, I'll be up there to visit my brother. Joe. Yeah. Get in here again. I don't know if we'll hit the lake again before the year's over. I wanted to do one more, and we did, so... That's off my list, but we'll see how the next couple of weeks go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like I said, I've got a talk coming up at the rec room on the eighth of December, so we'll get that advertising shortly. Yeah, I'm sure uh, and, we'll uh, all have links to it. Yeah, we'll get it you, up. You, me, the podcast, we'll all have links to it. Check it out. Uh, but otherwise, I don't know. We'll see what life happens in the next little couple of weeks. Yeah, just living. Yeah, training. What's your next small goal? Um. Oh, I'm going to look at Linktree next week. Is Link actually tree. my goal, yeah. Oh, yeah? I yeah. know what that's all about. I've never looked at it, but no. uh, I'm getting to the point where I think it may be beneficial in the things I'm trying to achieve. So Nice. Yeah. Next step. Good for you, man. Video editing software and Linktree are my short-term goals. Sick. Yeah. But uh, oh, I want to try a thing, too. If you're listening to this and you're still listening, if you could screenshot <laughs> and tag us on instagram share it with your friends we could try and get uh if let's see i don't know the first three people to do that you think three people will do it probably let's do it they better come on well i got some muscle bill shirts coming out oh shit so i'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, i'm gonna drop that too sh- <laughs> i'll have three entries <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah anyways we could do a, a live draw or something like that the next uh, podcast nice. we could do that Wait, okay, hold on here. Yeah. I want to know the rules because yeah. I want it on this shit too. What All do you right. want them to do? I want you to screenshot whatever you're listening to this to. Like on Spotify or on iTunes, whatever. Right. Take a picture of your car radio or something. Post it on social media and tag us. Nice. Yep. And you're going to do some kind of draw and give some yeah. people some shirts? Yeah, I'll give away one. Nice. You send me size and uh, yeah. It's, so I'm, I ordered some shirts. I'll just touch on this briefly, but... Uh, I'd like to keep pursuing these speaking events. And to do that, uh, it's going to cost me a bit of money. So I got some shirts made up again because uh, a lot of people are asking me about them. Uh, you know, when are you going to get some more and that kind of stuff? And so I thought, all right, well, if people want them, I'll make some more and I'll try to just self-fund, you know, trying to drive places. Or next year, I'm, I'm hoping to fly and do a couple in different provinces, different areas. So oh, yeah, nice. It's uh, it'll cost a bit of money, and so I'm not looking to make any money, but I'd like to try and pay my way and be able to speak in front of more people in more places. So good man. It's uh, that's kind of one of my goals for next year. So and the shirts are dope. Yeah, they they had an awesome response. So sh- shout out again, as always, Crawling Panther, Bryce Sims, Andy Gibson, 
uh, brothers and sisters of iron, the clothing that he does. Uh, Hell yeah. They are the best of people, and the shirts are sick. So, But uh, anyway, those are coming out. We'll test this out, see how it goes, and uh, when we're back here, we can do like a live draw on like random.org or whatever. Sick. It'd be cool. I'm keen. I'm going to try to rig that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. If I win, uh, it it's, was fair. It's random. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway... As always, make an appointment, donate some blood, save a life. Yes. Everyone will appreciate you for it, and it makes a difference. So be safe, everybody. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shit. Shit.